From the banks of the Avon, welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The voice for that black sheep in all of us is Rick Sherwood. Here, he shares his views on today's issues. Everything. Nothing is off limits. His insights come not only from his years as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. Do you have something that you want to hear his take on? Find us on Facebook, we're Black Sheep Rebranded. Email Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com Rick at rstherapygroup.com or visit our website at blacksheeprebranded.ca And now, here is Rick. I wonder what he'll talk about today. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good whatever time of day it is you're happy to be tuning in. I hope that the world is shining on you, giving you some reasons to, to light up and enjoy your day. Welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded, and welcome to uh, another discussion that's, uh, I've mentioned this many times, why we've never done this podcast is beyond me, uh, however, it, it we had people saying, what is maple syrup? What are you referencing in this maple syrup thing? And so today we're going to talk about how I see life. I see life as though I am making maple syrup every single day. I'm making maple syrup by trying to boil off all the excess fluid and just leave that golden rich, that beautiful syrup that is so naturally good and and tastes so beautiful chloe by the way if you're listening to this over in france um there's a bottle of maple syrup on its way to you i i promise um it's a it's a beautiful young lady who her parents don't like maple syrup and i i can't understand why but uh when she was here last august she took some maple syrup home with her and uh, she sent a picture of herself eating the last of the maple syrup and so uh chloe tune in we have maple syrup on its way to you. As for everybody else, no, sorry, we don't have a sugar shack out back. We cannot send maple syrup to everybody. So please do not send in your request for maple syrup because we can't do that. I would love to. I would love to just sit out back, you know, in in the, the late winter, early spring and, uh, you know, make, make a bit of maple syrup and sit in the sugar shack and tell stories and just enjoy. And, and that would be lovely. But I'm going to tell you, where does the my my ideas behind maple syrup come from? And it is quite simply that. It's from making maple syrup as a kid. And so this idea of boiling stuff off, and I can't imagine the first indigenous person who looked at a maple tree and said, look at the stuff oozing out of that. You know, and they taste it and they went, mm, no, this isn't very good. And then they turned around and said, well, what if we boil it? What if we heat it up? And then they they boiled it for an extended period of time. And then they went, oh, I wonder what this stuff is. Who, I can't imagine that journey. And I'm sure that that journey, if we could go back to it in history, we would just, it would be like a Monty Python skit. It would be hilarious and, and it would be, Oh my word, they, they actually were sticking their fingers in places we shouldn't stick them. Again, it's like it's like honey from from a bee. Whoever went up to a to to honey to to bees and went, you know what, you guys are gonna sting me, but you know what? We're just gonna sh shoo you away and I'm gonna and I'm gonna take that honey. I saw other animals doing it, 
And so I think that's a good idea for me. Again, who does these things? I don't know. Regardless, we don't have the written history. We don't have it documented on film. So we do know, though, that maple syrup has been around for a long time. Great tr Canadian tradition. Also upper uh, upper uh, sections of, of the United States. And, uh, and and for sure, I'm, I'm positive in other northern hemisphere or southern hemisphere places that can grow maple trees. They're doing the same thing. Regardless, back to what I do with life and my idea about maple syrup. Maple syrup really is a simple thing. Go out, take a piece of metal, used to be wood, drive it into, cut a little nick, drive it into the maple tree, and then as the sap comes, comes gets pumped up from the roots in the springtime, pumps up through the trunk, up in towards the 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 all the limbs and, and all the, the new foliage that is yet to grow, as that gets pumped up, some of it drips out of these little spouts that get put into the trees. And so those little bits that get, gets tapped out of those trees then ends up getting boiled. And you burn off, you, you actually just simply boil away the excess residue to simply leave you with the good maple syrup. And so if you taste maple syrup straight out of a tree, it doesn't taste very good. It's not horrible, but it's not great. Uh, again, and then if you have maple syrup, you can have maple syrup in all kinds of, of different degrees of darkness for how much it's been evaporated off. And it's not the maple syrup that evaporates. That's what's left in the, in the, the pan. That's what's left after the evaporation process has occurred. The evaporation process is about getting rid of all the extra stuff, all the extra fluid, all the extra chemicals, all the extra mass within the syrup. And one of the things that I do with my life all the time is I try to do the same thing. I try to get rid of that excess mass. I try to get rid of that excess baggage so that I can get right down to the maple syrup, the good stuff, and go, okay, what do I do with this? Do I want to put it on pancakes today? Do I want to... Put it in with some hamburger. Ooh, that's always good. Maybe cookies. Again, another beautiful thing. But the idea is, if we can get rid of all that extra sap, all that extra fluid, and just get down to what actually matters, what we actually are aiming for, which is the maple syrup, then we can make our life a lot simpler. Going back to the sugar shock days when I was a kid, one of... Uh, different family members and uh, and uh, neighbors and, and friends that I had, there was always somebody who was doing stuff with maple syrup, always had a sugar shack on the go, always had all of these these uh, great traditions and, and, and great sentiments alive. And I remember this one old guy, they'd been tapping sugar on, on his farm for, for 100 years, his family had. It was a, a century farm. And his great-grandfather, or it may have even been his great-grandfather, great-great-grandfather, uh, had, had settled the land. And uh, they, they had been tapping trees on that land, on that bush, for over 100 years. And he had trees that he had planted. This guy was in his late 70s, early 80s at the time, and he had trees that he'd planted 50 years ago that he was now tapping and he was getting getting syrup out of. And so he treated it 
as it was almost like a religion. He treated making maple syrup as this beautiful art form. And it was always wonderful because it, was, it wasn't until many, many decades later that I realized that one of the things that, that I really liked about this guy is he always tried to make life simple. He didn't want great big long explanations. He didn't want complicated information. He didn't want five and six and seven syllable words. He didn't want that. What he wanted was just talk to me in plain English. Just make it simple. Explain to me what I need to do. If I need to fix a tractor, tell me exactly what I need to do. Don't don't send me on this wild goose chase and, and have me chasing things. And that was how he approached life. And that's how he approached making maple syrup. And so when I got into one of the businesses that I owned was uh, electronic security and uh, CCTV and control access and all this type of stuff. And so when I owned that business back in the, the 90s, one of the things that I naturally did and I didn't even think about it, is I tried to take the complex ideas of how a motion detector worked or how some sort of sensory um, device worked. And what I would do is I would sit there and I would make maple syrup out of it. So I would take all the complex stuff that they would, you know, you would learn from, from, from the suppliers, you would learn from trade shows, you would learn from other places. And I would take all of that complex stuff and I would try to boil it down and make maple syrup out of it so I could explain it simply to people. And I just did it naturally. Didn't really think about it. When I went to school to become a therapist, that's when I actually realized that by what I do naturally by making th things simpler because what I want to do again myself is I want to live by simple ideas, simple ways to do things. And so if I just live this simple way to approach life, if I just approach it from this idea of let's boil away all the excess stuff and this is one of the things that I see people get caught up in all the time. They get caught up in that minutia of the extra fluid that's straight out of the maple tree. They come in and they go, boom, 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 boom. Great big, huge, long stories. And so I will sit and listen. And then I will say back to them, wow, that really doesn't sound like that's a you problem. Sounds like a whatever. And because they will be walking in with this interpretation that because it's going on in their life, it must be their problem. And so when you listen to their story and you boil away all the excess stuff as they're talking, as they're feeding you information, and you boil it away and you boil it away and you boil it away. Many months ago, I had a couple and they were sitting down with their daughter and they were explaining to their daughter that, that she must absolutely take on financial debt for her ex. She must stay indebted to her ex. She must do and she must put herself in financial risk and potential ruin for things to be made right. Sounds like maple syrup, right? They got right to the core. The problem is, is what I did is I boiled away a little tiny bit more of those words. And I said, so you mean to tell me that what you want her to do is to not be able to go and rent 
an apartment. That is the actual maple syrup of that conversation. They became so offended that they left. They left because I pointed out some flaws in their theory, and their flaws were we don't really care. We only care about the optics, and we only care that, you know what? We only care how the world sees us. And if it looks like this is some horrible thing, you know what? So be it. So be it. But the reality is that, again, by bake, taking the time to bake and to, to understand that that evaporation process, if we can do that with our mind and if we can do that with ideas and if we can just make things simpler and simpler and simpler, we actually get a wholesome, beautiful life, just like we get a wholesome, beautiful product in maple syrup. It's going to sound weird, but again, a wholesome, beautiful product in our life by just evaporating off the excess baggage, the excess fluid, the excess stuff that is dragging us down, just like maple syrup. When we do that, all of a sudden, oh my word, does our life ever become simple? Just think about that. You're going to evaporate off all the people, all the ideas, all the baggage. You're just going to evaporate it off and let it just leave that pan. And what's going to be left is beautiful maple syrup, but or in this case, beautiful, simple thoughts. Yes, simple thoughts. Again, people come in all the time with racing ideas and, and anxiety and obsessive thoughts and when you can get these people to slow themselves down, take a great big deep breath, blow it out really slow. Don't breathe it in quick and blow it out quick. That speeds up your heart rate. Breathe it in and then blow it out as slow as you can. Breathe it back in again, blow it back out as slow as you can. Maple syrup. That actually slows down your breathing, slows down your respiration, slows down everything about you, including your thoughts. Deep breath in, blow it out really slow, really, really slow, as slow as you can. Do it again. When I'm scuba diving, I often will take my breaths because I will start to get excited. I will start to swim harder. I will start to want to go look at something, go chase a shark or who knows what. Go look, go see. Slow myself down. Deep breath in. Again, maple syrup. We could get into meditations, which we do. We could get into all kinds of cognitive therapies, which we do. We could get into all kinds of things. But sometimes the most precious, the most beautiful thing that I teach people is to simply slow down, take in that great big deep breath, and as slowly as they can, let it out. And it will slow you down. It will clear your mind. It will give you time to, to literally breathe and process what's going on. That's maple syrup. That is truly the simplest form of being there for people that I do. We do all kinds of complex stuff. There's all kinds of things that are going on behind the scenes. But fundamentally, what I try to do and the way I try to live my personal life is by making maple syrup. I met a lady for the first time uh, two days ago, I think it was, and uh, my third wife. Um, 
her, a, a friend of hers uh, from high school, and we're sitting there, and she has uh, been semi-retired for a few years, and I, I loved her approach to the stock market. So she takes, and this is how she, she partially funds her semi-retirement, because uh, she's, she's not of, of old enough age, nor does she have some big pension out there, and so she has to supplement it somehow. And she takes the stock market ideas and she goes, wow, what are the things that are going on in the world? You know, what? And so a few years ago, the infrastructure of, of the U.S., they said they were going to invest, you know, billions and trillions of dollars in new roads and new bridges and everything else. And she was like, they're going to need cement. So she bought stock in the largest cement uh, holding company in the world. And then there was a few earthquakes that happened. And so cement um, prices went through the roof. The stock of those companies went through the roof. Again, a very, very simple, basic approach to investing in stocks. And it's often when we take life and we make it simple that we actually enjoy it. You know, when I sit with Rebecca... And we talk about business and we talk about what's going on and we talk about all of the joys and all of the, the things that are happening in our worlds. And we talk about the podcast and, and well, there's just so many things going on. When we sit silently, just the two of us, each having a cup of coffee, just chatting, no, no technology, just pen, piece of paper, or just sharing ideas. That simplicity inspires and grows both the business, our relationship, and everything about it. That is truly making maple syrup out of life. It's evaporating off the TV, evaporating off all the other extraneous things for half an hour or an hour for us to truly reconnect in the most simplistic and beautiful manner. By simply being there, making maple syrup. So when I live, when I am talking to clients, when I give presentations, and when we sit here and we do these podcasts, we are always trying to make maple syrup. And we are always trying to make maple syrup by evaporating off what doesn't need to actually be there. There are times that we will sit and we will you know, watch some funny videos together or we'll watch a movie together or we will sit with other people and do things. But so often the most beautiful moments and the moments that did not live enough in any other relationship I've had that I am working so hard to try to ensure are in this relationship and in this business and in all things that we're trying to do. Maple syrup. Evaporate off the things that don't need to be there. Make the things that don't need to be there less important and less in our face. Spend that time to truly let the things go. Let them evaporate out of the pan so that what's left in there is, oh my dear God, that beautiful, beautiful golden brown maple syrup. And so maple syrup cookies, maple cookies, maple maple syrup... Put some maple syrup, just a bit of maple syrup in, in your hamburger. On on 
going to throw them on the, the barbecue, just sprinkle a little bit of, of maple syrup on top of that, that hamburger. You will find yourself going, oh my word. Do that with all kinds of things. And how was that product made? By simply allowing the excess to evaporate off. Please take the time, folks, to do the same thing with your life. So, from everybody here at Black Sheep, from myself, Rebecca, from all the other people behind the scenes, thank you again for tuning in. And please go out there and make some maple syrup from your, for your life. And just let that excess stuff evaporate off. If you don't need it, don't hold on to it 24 hours a day. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your pancakes. Enjoy your waffles. Maybe even put some maple syrup on some crepes. Enjoy. Again, thank you very much. It's Rick Sherwood here again. Thank you very much. As I continuously say, really appreciate everyone who tunes into these podcasts. Uh, but please keep in mind, uh, all the information contained within these is not meant to be a supplement or meant to be a replacement for psychotherapy or for anyone truly struggling with mental health. Please reach out to uh, a therapist and somebody qualified to help you out. If these ideas trigger something within you where you need to do that and you're not sure where to go, by all means, please reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to. Uh, go to blacksheeprebranded.ca uh, and we can direct you in, un in unbelievable different directions. Piracy, please don't pirate the information in this. It is proprietary. Uh, please also make sure that, uh, that you understand that this isn't about us wanting to be greedy about our ideas. This is us wanting to make sure that our ideas are uniquely and collectively kept as ours so that we can use them as we see fit and not how other people want to do it for their own piracy and their own benefit. Y'all be good. Take care. Bye-bye.